Hello, welcome to episode number 43 of Self-Improvement and Spirituality in Practice, Blooming with Gracie Who. Today, I'm going to talk about depression. Yes, it's a very serious matter that is affecting so many people around the world, right? And I will share my point of view of depression as a therapist with a solid spiritual background, because that's what sets me apart from conventional therapists. I have an approach that includes realities other than the physical. And that's exactly why my working method uses techniques and tools that I learned from higher spirituality. And as I work with the light, not only do I get a lot of inspiration and help from invisible intelligences, the results are quick, effective and without side effects. Gracie here. I've been a therapist and spiritual teacher for 19 years, an astrologer with more than 30 years of studies and practice, and I'm also an independent spiritualist from Brazil. I help people motivated by self-improvement transform their reality consciously using their hidden inner powers. Because yes, we have forces and intelligences in our unconscious that are creating our reality all the time, even when we are sleeping. And if you are not aware of them, then there's nothing you can do in terms of being in charge of your life. But here I am to share my knowledge with you about your inner power, you know, and once you get to know your inner forces and intelligence and build a good relationship with them, then you can really be in charge of your life by making them work for you, creating your reality consciously. After all, the cause of everything in your life is within you. And to change the effects, you need to work on the cause. Do you want to understand certain situations in your life and change your reality for the better? So stay here and let's have a conversation. two ways to change in life, by choice or by coercion. That is, either you go by intelligence or you go by pain. And being aware of this already gives you a considerable advantage. If you choose the first way, to go by intelligence, by choice, you can greatly minimize your own suffering. But if you prefer the second way, by coercion, by pain, well, that has been the unconscious choice of the majority. And humanity is just as it is. Pharmaceutical companies have never sold so many black stripe medicine. And depression has been pointed out as the most disabling disease in the coming years, especially with this endless pandemic. There was such a huge increase in the cases of depression all over the world. So it's really a very serious health issue. In fact, according to medicine, there is no cure for depression, only treatment. And there are those people who prefer to just take their medicine to be able to lead a better and more productive life without, however, 
doing therapy to treat their inner conflicts and anguishes. But from a spiritual point of view, depression does have a cure, yes, and doesn't require the use of medicines unless the chemical imbalance in the brain is accentuated to the point that they are indicated until an improvement in the restoration of the state of harmony is obtained. And of course, these are very severe cases when the person really needs some medicines to balance the chemical in their brains. How does depression arise? Looking at it from this angle, we all go through a series of frustrations, disappointments and heartbreaks in life, right? But there are those people who present, let's say, a higher level of revolt, even if silent. And neither society nor religion in general propose to give sensible and reasonable explanations for the understanding of the functioning of life, much less guidance on how to deal with it intelligently and productively. Sometimes there is an external event that acts as a trigger to trigger a process of clinical depression as it is formally diagnosed. And that can be the death of a loved one, the loss of a job, the end of a relationship, an important relationship. However, it doesn't always occur something that apparently justifies the outbreak of this disease that is more than physical, spiritual. In practice, what we see is that the person is simply disenchanted with life, accumulating tiredness mixed with lack of meaning. Everything gets boring, they lose the motivation to do the simplest things as well as the ones that give them the most pleasure and the days become a dull and endless routine. So life is basically black and white, doesn't have any colors anymore. And anyone, regardless of age and social, economic, cultural class, is subject to this silent suffering which pain is existential and not physical. Because see, the person with a severe depression can have physical symptoms, of course, but the suffering is much more like a hole in their chest. The symptoms are just effects of a cause. And it may seem like a rich people's disease to many, but let's be sensible. Who can afford to be prostrate in bed all day? The vast majority of the world's population needs to work to ensure their livelihood and survive. So, getting up and going to work is an obligation not to die of hunger as well as heartbreak, however painful it may be to find the strength to do so. Another aspect to consider is that depression does not depend on whether the individual is materially, professionally or emotionally successful. For example, Celebrities at the height of their careers enjoying even worldwide success and being adored by millions of fans have this disease that in more serious cases can lead the person to want to end this suffering through the death of the physical body, which is an illusion as life continues on the other side and at a more subtle frequency, which further intensifies the psychic suffering. 
actually to be very honest with you guys because you know spirituality was something that i always studied in my entire life when someone their consciousness leaves the physical body the person carries with them to the other side their inner baggage or in other words their inner state emotional state so if you are suffering here emotionally psychologically mentally speaking then things will get even worse on the other side because you won't have your physical body to kind of slow down things in you so everything on the other side is much more intense and uh, you create your reality with your thoughts and feelings much faster than here in this physical dimension so really the physical death not necessarily will end up with all the inner suffering but back to the causes of depression in my opinion there are two main ones that if not treated properly subject the individual to relapses remembering that allopathic remedies only treat the symptoms not the cause so in my opinion the first cause of depression is anger that is when the accumulated frustration has passed the point of impotence and reached the level of uncontrolled aggression it's just that the being the person instead of exploding after all rage attacks are not well seen right so the person instead of exploding implodes and turns all that anger back in holding it and well the energy has to circulate and go out somewhere right so if you are not dealing with it putting it out in a healthy way uh, you will hold it in yourself and that anger will consume you somehow and deep down very deep down anger is towards life and the person is angry at life because things didn't go the way they wanted they expected they dreamed once and revolt is from the spoiled ego that doesn't admit the treatment it was received considering it that treatment extremely unfair it's something like this how can such difficult and bad things happen to such a good person me even worse if that person is a practicing religious and does charity right it really seems unfair you do your best you help other people you consider yourself a good person and you may even be a good person but somehow things are not going the way you want and you get frustrated and as i always say frustration when accumulated turns to anger and if you don't deal with it in a healthy way that anger and revolt can consume you from inside and eventually you get so tired of trying trying hard um not getting the results that you want and having this feeling that life is just unfair and it's kind of just giving up of everything depression as clinically diagnosed is just a reflection of this inner state of giving up of everything so i won't try anymore but for now i'm just going to expose my point of view about this evil that affects so many people in the world depression 
One thing is an implosion of the furious and revolted ego that fights with life, doesn't accept the reality that the individual has created for himself or herself, even without being aware of it. So the ego decides not to play anymore, taking its team away from the field. You know, based on tantrum and revenge, getting sick of life. So it's something like this. If it is so, then I don't want to live anymore. It has to do with not accepting reality as it was, based on the conditions that the person presented in terms of what they could attract or create in their life. And that's why it's so important to know how your reality is created. And I have another episode here in my podcast about this. Because if you don't know the universal laws, and I'm not talking about the law of attraction itself, it's much deeper, it's much more than this. If you think that your life depends on like God's will, or you are subject to bad karma, to bad luck, then of course you will feel like a powerless victim of circumstances. If things don't go the way you expect them to go, even if you try hard for a specific result. But if you at least try to understand how life really works, then you can start to understand that you can really be in charge of your life once you know those laws and you put them into practice consciously to get specific results in your life. And that's something that I teach my clients, not only in single sessions, but uh, much more in a therapy process. I show them what is the cause that I can identify very easily and how they can change the effects by working on the cause. And in practice, it's really like uh, performing miracles in life. Because, of course, if you work on the cause, you change the effect. So you see things happening differently in your life. You start to attract different things and repel other things that you don't want anymore. It's that easy. Yes, it is that easy. Because I know the mechanism behind everything. And as I said, it's much deeper, it's much more than just the law of attraction. There are many factors involved. The key is really identify the real cause to work on it. And as I'm talking about the cause of depression, I just presented you the first cause in my opinion, in my point of view, in my experience dealing with cases. You know, I had clients that tried to commit suicide many times and uh, if the cause is really the loss of an important part of the soul bringing it back will solve the case right and this is the second main cause in my opinion so the first one is when the person gets so frustrated to the point of really being angry and revolted with life and just give up right And another thing is when depression occurs because of the loss of a part of the soul. And there is another episode in my podcast, actually number one, loss and retrieval of parts of the soul, when I explain the whole process. So in this case, the person becomes demotivated little by little, losing the will and the joy of living, surrendering passively, 
or already very tired of struggling and suffering without seeking or being able to understand the mechanism behind the functioning of everything, that is, how to deal with themselves, with others, and with life. And by the way, these are the three main pillars of my work, what I'm really focused on to teach people how to deal better with themselves, others, and life. And it's not a question of religiosity, but independent spirituality without dogmas, as the cosmic laws that govern the functioning of the universe are independent of creed. So, think with me. Would you be happy and willingly all the time with someone in a low mood, who is always sad, unmotivated, complaining about everything, negative, angry, someone feeling like a powerless victim, a poor, unhappy, and wronged person. Anyway, would you be all the time with someone that is a bore? I wouldn't, to be very honest. So, I perfectly understand when the soul of this human being decides to go away to the spiritual world, leaving him to his own fate or bad luck. Because in my experience, many years doing soul retrieval. The soul can live because of a traumatic event, like the death of a loved one, a disease, an accident. But in my experience, the most common situation, a reason, is that the soul lives because the person didn't pay attention to her. It's like being with someone that ignores you, that, you know, just don't care about you, don't listen to you. What would you do? You would go away, right? I would. So that's a very common reason that I have been dealing with doing soul retrievals. The soul just decided to live. And since the soul is the one who has the joy of living, depression settles in its place with a sense of holding the chest and existential emptiness. Because what is that feeling, that sensation of inner emptiness, if not the lack of an important part of ourselves? You see so many people with apparently a wonderful life. They have a lot of, or at least a good amount of money in the bank, They have a good marriage or a good love relationship. Their family is nice. Everybody is healthy. Everything is going right. They are successful in their work, in their career, maybe. So apparently they have no reason to complain about. But deep inside, they don't feel happy. They can feel satisfied because everything is okay in their external world, but satisfaction is one thing on a superficial level. Deep down, they don't feel happy with everything. They don't feel fulfilled with all those achievements in their external world. They try and they can even feel guilty for not being so happy. They can pretend to be happy to other people, but deep down, deep inside, they know they don't feel happy. They feel really like a, a hole in their chest. And what is that if not the lack of an important part of themselves, the soul? And until their retrieval, 
is done, there is no black stripe medicine and therapy that will resolve as they only act on the effects and not the cause. Anyway, a change of attitude is required of the depressed individual so that he can regain his taste for life and find the lost motivation. This type of case configures a change by coercion when life forces someone to change and it implies a lot of psychic, emotional and existential suffering, of course, just because back there the option was not made to change by choice, looking for more advanced knowledge. And the internet is there with a lot within which, although it's necessary to filter its content with common sense, of course. See, I was talking about changing by choice. What kind of change was required for the person? You remember that I said that anger behind depression is because things were not the way, life was not the way the person expected it to be or dreamed of or worked for, right? So it's about accepting reality as it could be, as the person could attract or create because they were ignorant. They didn't know how to do, how to create, transform it for the better, right? So the change was to become more tolerant, flexible and humble before life. So that refusal to change by intelligence will cause suffering. And depression is a functional way that life finds to force someone to react because at some point the person can get so frustrated with themselves, you know, that to the point of giving up of everything. So they need to react somehow because they can't stand themselves anymore. They can't deal with themselves anymore in that way. Especially if the person goes to a doctor and takes medicine, you know, to try to balance the chemical in their brains to have enough strength to get out of bed and work and have a functioning life. But, you know, so many people just don't go to therapy. They refuse to go to that process of self-knowledge to work on themselves, to change something in their behavior. They rather take pills <laughs> to keep functioning in life, being able to work and have a functional life. But see, it's all about self-knowledge and self-improvement in the end, right? So it's necessary to do an inner change, but many people refuse to do so. Well, it's the problem. They are insisting on going by coercion, right? And if you refuse to accept reality because you are maybe too spoiled, you are not humble enough, and it's so easy to have access to knowledge today. You are here listening to my podcast getting in contact with a different point of view about so many things, especially in this episode, depression. It's my point of view. You can agree with it or not. But, you know, it's important in life at least to be open to new points of view and consider them if they make sense to you or not, or you can even try. But uh, in my experience, depression is about what I have described in this episode.
a lot of frustration that led to accumulated anger and revolt against life and the loss of an important part of the soul. So change is necessary. You cannot choose not to change because it's inevitable. Believe me, life will make you change anyway. After all, you need to evolve and that is not an option. Not evolving is not an option. So picking up a fight with life is a bad idea. You will suffer a lot more unnecessarily and in the end, you will eventually give in and life will win. Even if you have to reach rock bottom to give up of everything and start to be more humble and flexible to change. But well, this was just my point of view about this very serious subject, depression, based on not only my studies, but my practice as a therapist. Doing so retrieval, dealing with cases of not only uh, depression, but anxiety, panic attacks. And I am specialized in identifying the real cause to work on it, right? So if I, with my method, unique, different method, and with my techniques and tools, I can have good results, not only temporary results, but really definite results, you know, healing them. It means that I really could identify and work on the right cause. So I'm just talking based on my practice. And now I want to talk about another thing. It's been a year since I aired my first podcast episode. Yes, it was on July 10th, 2020. Wow, time flew and the podcast was a wish of my soul. And as I like to do things well done, it took me time to research and learn how to make a podcast from scratch. And it was quite a journey, preparing the script, recording, editing, putting it on the air. And it was always double work because I have the Portuguese and English versions. 43 episodes in a year. I confess that I didn't think I would get this far. And I always let a lot of space in my life to improvise things according to the inspiration that I receive. What I'm going to talk next in my podcast. So I was always very open to some inspiration to bring a specific subject to you here. And some time ago, my soul asked me to start another journey, equally challenging, but with the potential to reach even more people. So I've been working on this new project from scratch to learning what it takes to put it into practice. And honestly, I don't know if I will continue with the podcast because producing two episodes a week is really a lot of work. After all, they are not short and you who accompany me here know that the content is deeper and I take good care with the editing process, which takes hours. Anyway, I want to thank your audience, my dear listener. The podcast in Portuguese has reached more than 1,000 plays and the English version has already reached more than 800 plays so far. 
And what a pleasure to know that my knowledge has been shared with people in many countries. And I will list them now based on the analytics from my host, Anchor. My podcast has been reaching people so far in, of course, Brazil, United States, but also Portugal, Canada, United Kingdom, Ireland, Germany, Spain, Japan, France, Sri Lanka, Australia, Colombia, Singapore, Bolivia, Venezuela, Turkey, Peru, Bulgaria, Kenya, Nigeria, Switzerland, Sweden, Russia, New Zealand, Ecuador, India, Mexico, Iran, South Africa, Netherlands, Indonesia, Taiwan. Wow, it looks like a Miss Universe contest, right? <laughs> People from all over the world listening to my podcast. That's amazing. And I hope I have helped to shed light on your consciousness because that is my soul's purpose. And it will continue in other ways. See, this is not a goodbye. Because even if I don't continue with the podcast, I will be with another project on another platform. So to keep up with my work and keep receiving my content, I suggest you follow me on Instagram. Because that's where I'll let you know about any news, okay? At Gracie Who. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can send me a direct message, okay? A DM. So, thank you very, very much for the audience. Stay well and until anytime, take care. <laughs>